Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. You might be surprised to know Christmas sadness is a real thing. It hits when people go through difficulties that stretch into the season of Christmas. Or it happens with unexpected tragedy or bad news. But Christmas sadness can sometimes appear when everything is going fine. Unexpectedly, something rises up or invades without permission and surprises you. In fact, you may even wonder why it's there because there's no identifiable reason. Whatever the scenario, you are not alone if you experience Christmas sadness. Subsequently, the kindest thing you can do for yourself is to learn how to manage Christmas sadness. Christmas sadness is more common than many realize. Since your life is often filled with difficulties, hurts, losses, and disappointments all through the year, at Christmas these things can sometimes feel bigger. Incidentally, there may not even be anything that's gone wrong as you prepare for Christmas. But the wear and tear of living all year can surface when you least expect it, even when you are hopeful for a holiday of joy, rest, and special times. You live in a broken world, but you instinctively know it's not supposed to be like this. The task to manage Christmas sadness becomes overwhelming in the face of a loss. Too often, dreams may have been dashed. Sadly, medical emergencies may invade and drain you of time and energy you hoped to apply differently. Additionally, some people struggle with depression, and that condition is not a respecter of special occasions or good times. Disappointment creeps in, whatever the situation. Incidentally, this is the time to manage Christmas sadness. Because of all this, let's explore some scenarios that can happen and then some steps to manage Christmas sadness. Despite your best planning and intentions, life can still hand you lemons. Interestingly, this can feel like a betrayal especially when you've poured your best out and had a good plan. You expect more than a meager outcome. You want some fairness, and you want good outcomes. Life is unpredictable. Consequently, there are many times you feel the rug is pulled out from under you. As a result, you feel hurt, sad, disappointed, and maybe even angry. Here are some examples where that may happen. What do you do after giving your very best and it still isn't good enough? What's your next move after pouring into an endeavor and it didn't turn out well? How about the person who has lived healthy, food and exercise all their life, but they get the news of cancer? After befriending someone, they turn around and betray you. What do you do when you prayed and trusted and the bad thing still happened. How do you keep going when death invades? 
What about that raise you really worked hard for and you didn't get? Maybe you saved up just enough money for Christmas and something happens that eats into what you worked for. Christmas becomes a season of mixed emotions when these kinds of things become your reality. But it's not supposed to be like this. Christmas is supposed to be a wonderful time of rejoicing, celebration, and encouragement. Plus, it's time to pause, reflect, and enjoy God's lavish gift of grace, even in this broken world. But to keep it real, this life is broken. So what do you do when things don't go well? What do you do when you are sad at Christmas? Let's talk a bit about how to manage Christmas sadness. The steps to manage Christmas sadness are helpful. But perspective also helps. And choices are critical. You do have control over how you manage Christmas sadness. And God promises to walk with you and help with the parts that are out of your control. So let's talk about some action steps. You can manage Christmas sadness better with these steps. There's a list of them. There's about 16 of these great options. So here we go. Number one, identify that you are sad. That's the first step. Number two, ask yourself good questions to discover why you are sad. If you find nothing, still continue with these steps. Three, pray. Ask God for wisdom, strength, and creative strategies to manage your sadness. Four, proactively work to lift your spirit. Be intentional about it. It's better than staying in sadness. Interestingly, there's a special power in rising up and moving in a healthy direction. Number five, claim scriptures that speak to your heart. Remember, God's written word is alive and active. Hebrews 4, 12. Number six, we're going to look at Psalm 42, verse 5 and 11, and Psalm 43, verse 5. Those scriptures all say, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. So hope in God, even while your heart is sad. Number seven, some people find it helpful to journal feelings as an exercise of self-discovery. Journal a prayer of faith, too. Eight, involve another person or persons to share an activity or time of fellowship. Nine, don't turn to food. Instead, let food be a purposeful add-on to make a special time more meaningful. Ten, get good sleep. Too often holidays have a way of stripping you of rest. Eleven, get exercise. Take a walk. Stretch and exercise. Get your heart and lungs going. Incidentally, this increases positive mood. 12. Make a favorite drink. Take time to enjoy it. Reflect on uplifting thoughts and enjoy God's presence with you. 13. Call a dear friend and share what you're going through. Ask them to pray for you. 
14. Rise up and practice joy. Since joy is more than a feeling, it's a choice. You can do this. 15. Practice thinking that focuses on Christ-like character and holds moods in check. 16. By faith, draw near to the grown-up Christmas baby. Open your heart to receive from him. I'd like to share a helpful Christmas scripture. It's from Isaiah 9, verse 6. Take a listen, and then we're going to spend more time on the other side, digging into it. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. This verse is filled with hope and instruction. So now, let's explore each phrase. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. Jesus is your first and best Christmas present. The Son of Humanity is a gift to help you manage Christmas sadness. Incidentally, He's a companion in life's hardships and pain. Jesus is a powerful and kind friend who cares about you. Emmanuel means God with you. The next phrase, the government will be on his shoulders. The grown-up Christmas baby carries God's government on his shoulders. He has answers to complicated problems. Christ's shoulders are broad and strong to carry whatever concerns you. Jesus has thoughtful, brilliant solutions. Consequently, he can train you to govern your life successfully, even in Christmas sadness. The next phrase is, and he will be called. And now we're going to talk about the names that God has for himself that actually focus on your needs. His names fit your needs like a glove. Claim his names by faith. We're going to start with Wonderful Counselor. Some Bible translations call Jesus the extraordinary strategist in place of Wonderful Counselor. Imagine having this kind of counselor in struggles, griefs, and disappointments. He's a guide already in tomorrow to receive you as you enter. Mighty God is the second name. God channels His unlimited power through the portal of your faith. Every problem, loss, sorrow, challenge, and assignment falls within His scope of power. Matthew 19.26 says, With man, these things are impossible, but with mighty God, all things are possible. The third name is Everlasting Father. You belong. Your fabulous dad loves you tenderly. God holds you close when you are discouraged. He strengthens you when you're weak, and he steps in with his glorious right arm when you need help with a bully. Your heavenly father is extremely good. Job was so convinced about this, he said, Even if you kill me, I will trust you, God. From Job 13, verse 15. 
And then the final name we'll look at today is Prince of Peace. This world is full of conflict, churning, burning, unsettling reality. Subsequently, Jesus promises peace that passes understanding. He offers comfort when you've been hurt. He gives rest when you are weary. He spreads his wings over you. Come under his wings. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. And then I want to encourage you to choose hope. Determine how to come through Christmas sadness. Essentially, decide how you will think and what you will do. You have control over what you say and do. Most important, if you choose hope, you put your precious life directly under God's care and blessing. Some sad feelings may remain from serious losses. Always turn to Emmanuel, God with you. He loves you so much and knows how to help you move forward. Let's look at some application thoughts and questions for today's content. Number one, first, do you know the grown-up Christmas baby loves you? Two, have you brought your sadness to him at Christmas? Three, have you been real about your sadness? Four, do you reach to Jesus and open to his comfort? Five, do you practice the action steps in this content to manage Christmas sadness? And number six, be open to the wisdom and comfort of a wonderful counselor or extraordinary strategist. Additionally, surrender your care and your heart to mighty God. Also, rest and fellowship with everlasting Father. And finally, be completely dependent on Prince of Peace. Merry Christmas to you. God loves you so much. I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, tune in to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app or use our online player at the top of each article. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources, including books and ebooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.